Victor, we have a question here from Felicia, who says, could you tell me if the Ten Commandments are listed somewhere else in the Bible other than the well-known place Exodus 20? Well, Felicia, you're absolutely right. Exodus 20 is where we normally go to to read the Ten Commandments. That's the famous passage, but they are also recorded in the book of Deuteronomy it's right there in chapter 5. Well, uh, they're recorded, but are there any differences in these uh, lists, so to speak, as Felicia says? Um, yes and no. There's there's no difference in the actual list of the main commandments, but there is a difference when you come to the fourth commandment in the explanation of why you remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Um, in Exodus 20, you'll remember that it gives the reason that it's a day of rest as a memorial of creation. So uh, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is is the day of rest. Um, in, ex, in, in Deuteronomy, in uh, chapter 5 and verse 14, it says, But the seventh day shall be the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall not do any work. All of, all of that is the same. But then it gives the reason because it says to remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt and the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty arm. And, and so it's using it rather than as a memorial of creation. It's saying remember the Sabbath day as a memorial of redemption that God brought you out of Egypt. Uh, both of those are valid reasons for keeping the Sabbath, and when we come to the New Testament, it adds a few more reasons in terms of redemption and Jesus' sacrifice and the reason to spend a day in remembrance and, and worship of God. Well, thanks for that, Victor. It appears that Felicia is a keen Bible student, particularly in this area of the Ten Commandments, and she would like to know uh, another question, and that is, how does somebody take the Lord's name in vain and some perhaps concrete specific examples so that she will really understand uh, the answer to this question well she um, she gives some concrete examples in a sense because uh, she she's been having disagreements with her husband um, that's shocking isn't it we <laughs> should never have disagreements between husband and wife but um, she has the habits when she gets some shocking news of saying oh my god and her husband feels it's wrong for her to do that she feels that it's okay that um, she's not using it in a disrespectful manner, but uh, it's almost a cry to God for help. Um, so how do we work this one out? Um, I thought the best thing I'd better do is get a little bit deep and theological, and I went to a couple of Bible commentaries to see what the actual word vain means there in, in the Bible. And in the SDA Bible commentary, it translates the word or, or says it means iniquity, falsehood, or vanity or emptiness and so talking in terms of the third commandment there uh, those who serve the true God uh, are going to avoid a careless or irreverent or unnecessary use of his holy name and that would certainly mean you wouldn't use his name as a swear word and um, you know unfortunately we we hear that all too commonly today but maybe there there is an era where you know you're doing a bit of carpentry and you hit your thumb with a with a hammer it might be natural to call out to God for that not as a profanity but as a as a cry for help in in that moment of, of, of pain um, it's a bit of a good, difficult area Ray I don't know what, what you think about it 
Well, um, what do some of the other commentaries say, Victor? I mean, sometimes when we uh, have a shortage of, um, of full answers, we can sort of consult the various commentaries that are around, I suppose. Uh, um, what would you recommend in that area? Well, we, we could look in Barnes' commentary, and um, that states that, um, again, it's talking about profane or idle utterances in the name of God. So it's it's really emphasizing not to take the name of God tritely or, or lightly, um, not to swear falsely by the name of Jehovah, and um, not to abuse the sacred name. How do you interpret that when you say as you do, oh my God, are you calling out to him in prayer, or are you just following common practice? I, I think, Felicia, that's something where probably you want to sit down with your husband when it's not a moment of crisis and discuss it with him. And, you know, there's always a very good principle there in the Bible that if somebody feels uncomfortable about something, even if you personally feel it's not wrong, that uh, maybe it's a burden that person doesn't need to bear. Will it cause you a lot of pain if you don't say, oh my God, when, when some shocking news comes to you? I think it's something that you and your husband need to work out well together.